0: we're back, Brelex Football, episode 11, it is Monday, November 8th, whoa, November 8th, um, that's crazy, we're like two weeks from Thanksgiving and I'm actually staring at my Christmas tree, my Christmas tree, is up. It is not decorated, but it's it's in front of me. That's crazy. Um, okay, uh, insane week, crazy week. Thank goodness that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a buy this week, because um, it just seems like all the favorites lost. All the better teams lost. Um, Big week for dogs. Huge dogs week. Um, Let's recap. Let's go through, let's go through. Uh, Also, no news on Odell Beckham yet. Uh, I think he's clearing waivers tonight or tomorrow or something like that in the next day or two. Uh, Still hoping for Jacksonville, but my theory is New England. Anyway. Let's back up. Sunday night, last night, the Tennessee Titans completely dominated the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium, which actually means something when the Rams play there, not when the Chargers play there. Um, I mean, seriously, they, they, they crushed them. Defensively, I think I said five episodes ago about how shitty the Titans' defense is. And they've really, really, absolutely did the 180, and they're good now. Like, their defense is good now. Um, I'm not quite sure what happened, who they signed, who made the deal with whoever, Devil or whatever, but that Titans defense is legit now. A.J. Brown, legit. Um, Adrian Peterson... Actually scored, he had 10 rushes, really didn't get far, 21 yards, but he did have the touchdown, Tannehill had the rushing touchdown, um, Stafford threw the pick, uh, I think it was a pick six, if I'm correct, yeah, let's go with that, yeah, pick six, uh, so, um, Tennessee looks great, they are now 7-2, and two, no Derrick Henry, Everyone's counting them out, including me. Uh what an out what a um showing by them. Just coming out dominating the Rams at home. They showed Von Miller on the sidelines, wasn't sure if he was gonna play. Uh I think it was like COVID protocols. Uh he did not play, but he just looked like, well shit. What did I do? Like what have I gotten myself into? Um and I'll bring him back up when I circle back to that insane Broncos game but we're just going to go in order backwards. Uh so Titans dominate 28-16. The Cardinals no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no o- AJ Green. So that's you know, your two best receivers, your quarterback who is um you know, on the short list for MVP at this point still. Uh they come out I mean, you got Shanahan. You can't count out Kyle Shanahan. But, I mean, do the Niners just stink? Is Shanahan a good coach? Is is anything working for them? I think Elijah Mitchell is a good running back. I think he's clearly the better running back of what they have with Hasty and uh, uh, Sermon and all these other guys in the backfield. Um, George Kittle's back. And he's obviously still amazing. I mean, six receptions, 100 yards, touchdown. He looked great, at least. But Garoppolo, 28 for 40, over 300 yards, two touchdowns, a pick. Um, Defensively, though, the Niners fans, you got to be thinking, like, what? What?" Because uh, Chase Edmonds got hurt. Chase Edmonds is the best back in Arizona on the team, in my opinion, at least. And James Conner came out and ran all over them. Ran all over them. 96 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Christian Kirk had a four or five huge catches. He had six for 91 yards. He steps up in Hopkins and Green's absence. And I guess I'm going to say it, but the Arizona Cardinals are the best team in the NFC. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Um, they didn't have their quarterback, uh, their two best receivers, JJ Watt's done for the year, and they still look great. And all credit to uh, the coaches, organization, all that stuff. Kingsbury on the sidelines, super active, looks like he knows what he's doing. Um, I've clowned him time and time again. Uh, I just don't, I, like, I don't understand why he was just immediately hired by them. Never really had much of a winning record. I think he didn't have a winning record or close with Texas uh, Tech. But he did coach Mahomes, and he did come from the McVay coaching tree. But I, I don't know. It It's just clear that the 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 49ers defense needs some work. So Cardinals dominated that game. Um, Chiefs 13, Green Bay Packers 7. Uh, we talked about Aaron Rodgers on Saturday. Uh, the COVID stuff, he tested positive, didn't play today or yesterday. And... If he did play, uh, the Packers win this game by 20. I mean, the Chiefs are not good. They're not good. Patrick Mahomes does not look good. Um, Damian Williams has improved a little bit uh, with uh, Edwards a out. But, like, uh, Kelsey's losing a step. He only had five catches. He did have the touchdown. But, uh, I mean, if the Packers start Aaron Rodgers this game, if he didn't test positive, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Some could argue like, oh, if he got vaccinated, whatever you want to say, but that's the bottom line. If he starts this game, I mean, the Chiefs get crushed because Jordan Love, not good. Um, Not good, not great. Uh, There was a really ridiculous scene where they, they cut to his parents. They're like, oh, his parents are here. To support him and they were like way at the tippy top or the nosebleeds like literally their backs were to the wall and they're zooming like all the way in with the five thousand dollar camera and that was just really really funny but uh yeah maybe they couldn't see like how bad he was playing because yeah Jordan Love not great um AJ Dillon looked good Jones looked okay Um, Randall Cobb had some catches Devontae had at least six receptions he's coming back off the COVID stuff so uh, I believe Russell Wilson is cleared to play next week I'll probably mention this on my later pod later this week but I think he's coming back and they play Green Bay Rodgers is supposed to be cleared on Saturday Uh, we'll see what happens I think if he gets cleared, I think he plays. I said that in the last episode, so that's just something to keep your eyes on. Um, uh, But Chiefs, Chiefs just did this against the Giants Monday night. Giants covered. Packers covered here tonight. And, like, that's all well and good for your gambling, but, like, the Chiefs, man, sneaking away with two wins. That should have been two losses. Hey, good on them. Maybe they'll figure it out and be the Chiefs that we remember. Uh let's see Chargers twenty-seven Eagles twenty-four. Um Justin Herbert comes comes through uh through two touchdowns, rushed for one. Uh Eckler had a pretty big game, bunch of catches. Keenan Allen had a big game. Um Devontae Smith, though, on Philly. He had another huge game. Um I think this is like his second or third really big game. Uh the Chargers defense isn't very good. Gave up twenty four points. Um, they come away with the win late and I mean good on the Eagles. They're three and six. Let's get those those three picks in the top ten. Like I've said time and time again on the podcast, that's what if you're an Eagles fan, that's what you just gotta root for. You gotta root for those first round picks. And um but the Dolphins won today, so hmm. but we'll see what happens with those. Yeah, Eckler, uh three receptions, Cook at four, Allen at twelve. Yeah, when um, Mike Williams had two win, he Mike Williams caught a deep bomb, and that's basically all Williams is a deep threat at this point. Um, but Herbert's clearly found a rhythm with Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen had like 15 receptions last week too. So um, good on the Chargers to get the win though because um, the Chiefs keep winning. So that's an interesting uh, division out west. Um, let's see, Ravens 34, Vikings 31. Vikings can't play a normal game. And overtime time again, uh, Cousins whipping the ball around. Uh, Dalvin Cook running all over him. Uh, they crushed him in the first half. I think it was like 21-3 or something. And then Lamar Jackson, uh, front runner for MVP, throws for 266 yards, three touchdowns. But then he rushes for 120 on 21 carries. Um, Le'Veon Bell had a few good rushes. He gets a touchdown, and Devontae Freeman at seventy-nine yards. So, the Vikings' rushing defense just isn't very good. Um, Cousins links up with Jefferson and Thielen late for the game-tying touchdown. That was nice. So, Vikings have these chances. I mean, they three and five. Could easily be six and two. Um, Baltimore up to six and two now after the bye. Harbaugh is like eleven and three. Coming off a bye, so good for the Ravens, staying on top of the AFC. Uh, That was a weird game, another weird game. Told you this was a big big day for dogs. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, 9, Buffalo Bills, 6. This game was aesthetically just a disaster. Um, It reminded me of when the Bills clinched the playoffs a few years ago for the first time, like they broke the drought it was like a 14 15 year drought or something and then they played Jacksonville and it was like the windiest game ever and like Blake Bortles i think he only had like 10 completions or something but i think the jags won by a field goal it was very i th- it might have been this score or maybe it was like 11 to 6 or something like that some weird score but uh yeah uh Josh Allen gets sacked by Josh Allen and then he gets intercepted by Josh Allen And then forced a fumble, fumble recovery by Josh Allen. So this was the weirdest, or the Josh Allen bull. I'm talking about the linebacker, Josh Allen, of course, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, He had just a monster game. Um, Really showed out. Uh, Trevor Lawrence got rolled up on, went to the locker room. You know, everyone's like, oh, geez, we actually, like, have a chance in this game. And our freaking number one overall pick is hurt now. Uh, cue the Thanos memes, with the at what cost? Was it worth it? The win. Um, uh, I heard something funny that was like, um, Urban Meyer is now two and two after um, the scandal with the young lady and the the bar and that whole distraction. So good on her, lucky charm. Two and two, Urban Meyer. Keep it going. Uh, yeah. If I'm the Bills, I mean, I'm hitting every panic button because you're supposed to be the, one of the best teams in the AFC. You're supposed to be on top, and you look like shit in Jacksonville. And your fan base travels well. They got the pool filled with the Bills fans and the Bills gym shorts, which that fucking rules. Uh, that was awesome. Awesome shots of all the Bills fans. But, like, you... I mean, Diggs, six catches, 85 yards, Sanders, four for 65. But, I mean, the turnovers, the offensive line needs to protect Allen. Allen's running for his life. He had a run for 50 yards, and he still could barely produce. and Couldn't get much in the red zone. And just, I mean, if you're Buffalo, yeah, you're hitting the panic button because we're halfway through the season, and I think they play the Jets next. So they were looking at like a 5-6 game winning streak, and then you blow this one. I mean, what happens when they're playing the Jets? Do they blow it against the Jets? I mean, the Jets just put up 30 in the second half against the Colts. And I thought the Colts' D was pretty legit, but phew, just crazy week. Uh, big ups on the Jags, though. Uh, not not letting themselves get a, another first-round pick or another number-one overall pick probably with this win. Um, all right, let's move on. Patriots 24, Panthers 6. Um Darnold sucks, I I guess. That's all I need to say here. Carolina drops to 4-5. and Uh, Yeah, they just stink. Uh, He threw three picks. I mean, I think they're going to bench him. I think their backup is the kid from the XFL. Uh, If anyone remembers, they brought back the XFL. And I think it is coming back again. Shouts to the Tampa Bay Vipers. Get your snakes up. Um, I actually saw him, if I'm correct, I actually saw him. His name is PJ something, but uh, yeah, getting off track here, but um, he threw a pick to Stephon Gilmore. That must have hurt like a teeny, teeny bit. Mac Jones did at least to the, but I mean, Damian Harris ran all over him. Um, I mean, just an easy win for the Patriots, really. Carolina just, it's just a tire fire at this point. And Patriots, now they're five and four. 1 over 500, and, I mean, if they get Odell Beckham. I'm telling you, they're a playoff team. If the season ended today, they're a playoff team. Um, so, let's see. Giants, 23, Raiders, 16. This one was a little surprising, although I kind of lean towards the Giants. So, good on me, good on me to make that pick. Um, not sure what uh, Derek Carr's doing. Not sure if he's just like it's the rugs thing, he's just upset. He might have had a tight relationship with him. The Gruden stuff, it could have been anything. Josh Jacobs had a good game, 13 for 76, 13 rushes. He looked solid, but couldn't get in the damn end zone. He had so many opportunities to get in the end zone. He kept getting stuffed. So that was really, I think, the difference maker for the Giants was that red zone defense and Danny Dimes getting it done. Three and six Giants. Uh let's see. Falcons, Saints. Uh Falcons get the win barely. They get the huge Cordell Patterson play after the Saints rally back from like twenty-three down to take the lead to the the one point lead. Um and they're just basically and it I mean how infuriating as a Bucks fan watching this because I mean, I kept saying on the last episode, I want the Falcons to win. I believe in the Falcons. They get these games at times. So I was all in on the Falcons. They come out on top, but man, New Orleans just just killing them in the second half, coming back. And Trevor Simeon still looks competent. But what's up with Taysom Hill? Like, he was on some plays and you know, a couple years ago Sean Payton, they paid him a shitload of money and they said like he's the starting quarterback. Of the future starting quarterback after Drew Brees leaves. Uh, Jameis is there last year, plays a teeny bit. Brees is hurt, retires, and then it's like Jameis is the quarterback. Okay, but what about Taysom Hill? What about all that stuff you said about Taysom Hill? Like, do you remember all that stuff, Sean Payton, that you said about Taysom Hill, about how incredible he was? I don't know. Just seems a little fishy. And then Jameis goes down, out for the season, with, his, with the knee. And then it's like, okay, surely they're not going to roll with Trevor Simeon. Like, surely it's got to be Taysom Hill coming in to start. Comes out, nah, Trevor Simeon's going to start. And it's like, huh? 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 I don't know. But hopefully this continues, this trend, and the Saints continue to lose, especially to the opponents that, on paper, don't look as good. But this was that division stuff. Um, So good on the Falcons. Arthur Smith. Beards coming back, looking good. Uh, Cordell Patterson has been pretty ridiculous I mean he's always been kind of like an artillery guy and like you know uh, returner you can use him as a running back wide receiver uh, um, uh, jet sweep player type guy and he's been unbelievable for them so without Calvin with Calvin Ridley still out like awesome job by Cordell Patterson um dogs so that's More dogs. Um, I think, I don't know if the Dolphins were favored or not, but either way, both these teams are terrible, but good on Miami to get the win in Houston. Um, I was on the Texans because of Torad Taylor. Um, uh, And then it comes out right before the game, a couple hours before the game, that uh, Tua had like an injury, had a hand injury, I think, and uh, he wasn't going to start. So Jacoby Brissett, and Jacoby Brissett, like he's good. If he comes in the game like during the game, like he's the backup, like if you start the game as a backup, or if he if he's announced the starter like like fifteen, twenty minutes before the game starts, like that happened with the Colts a bunch of times before they actually made him the starter and he looked great. Um, I think it happened in New England too. But so Brissett looks okay, at least enough. Uh Gaskin has a solid game, Waddle has another solid game. They just put Devontae Parker on IR uh after he had like a big game so um Waddle is still putting up numbers like he's clearly going to be the wide receiver for the future for them um I feel bad for Brandon Cooks uh Terod Taylor looked terrible I don't know what he looked like in practice but three picks uh, another ugly game 17-9 just a weird score uh but the kickers got it done on Sunday that's for sure um Let's see here. Ooh, Denver. Uh, Okay, let's circle back. Von Miller gets traded to the Rams, and and everybody's like, oh, great. Now the Rams are going to be unbelievable. And are the Broncos, like, tanking, or what's the deal? Are they going to trade Teddy? That was also kind of coming out, Um, rumors of that. And then they go into Dallas on Sunday and just... Just shit all over Dallas. I mean, they put up thirty before the Cowboys could score in garbage time. Uh final score was thirty to sixteen. But Teddy two gloves was just throwing dimes. Uh Tim Patrick had hit finally had his breakout game. Eighty five yards, a touchdown. Um, Javante Williams has been so good for Denver. Um I do actually own him in fantasy, and I've only started him once, and it's because of Melvin Gordon. Uh, Gordon had 21 carries, and Williams had 17. And it is good for NFL teams to have like a one-two punch, especially like this. Like like this is one of the reasons why they're so they've been so successful, and they're now five and four. But like, uh, I mean, like, start the rookie. Just start the rookie. Like, start the rookie, so I can start the rookie. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Get after it. Uh, He has over 100 yards. Gordon has 80. Um, Judy had six catches. He looks like he's fully back. Um, Yeah. I. I mean, it was announced a few days ago that Dak is 100 percent. Jerry Jones goes on his radio show or whatever radio show he goes on uh, in Texas and is like, "Yeah, Dak is good to go. We're good to go." And the fans are. Fired up and blah blah blah, and they just stink. And this is just so classic Cowboys like, right when they everyone is really buying in and thinking that they're legit, and like all these guys are you know this and that, and blah blah blah, they put up a stinker like this. So, shouts to Denver. Um, let's see, uh, Browns 41, Bengals 16. Oh, was the last of the one o'clock games. Um, I said on the last episode, this is what happened last year: Odell goes down last year, and the Browns put together the run, and they go in the playoffs, and they whoop the shit out of the Steelers in the wild card game, and that's what happened. I mean, the Odell stuff is being resolved. He's not a Brown anymore. He's gone. Baker slinging it to Peoples Jones and Landry, and Joku and all these guys, Austin Hooper and stuff, and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb ran all over them. I mean, Mixon on the counter, he had a great game too, also had two touchdowns, but Joey B, Joey Burrow didn't look good. Got hurried a bunch, two picks, uh, kind of just an ugly game for the Bengals. It seems like the Bengals are the Bengals who we thought they probably were. And possibly this could be the Browns' resurgent, and the Browns could be all the way back. Um, I do feel like that, just because of the Odell stuff. Isn't that weird? Football's so so. Football's so weird, but that's why we love it. Um, so yeah, that's the recap of yesterday's games. Uh, we got one tonight. We got the Chicago Bears. Um, heading to Pittsburgh. Um, I think the Steelers win this game. They're favored by seven. I just think the Bears, the injuries, the offensive line. Um, I think I said don't be surprised if Fields has a big game. Uh, I think he does still, but I, I mean, I just think the Steelers figure out how to win this game because of all the injuries and the secondary is not very good and Naheem Harris is or Najee Naheem Harris. God, Najee Harris is legit. And he's one of the one of the top ten backs in the league, so expect him to have a big game. Um yeah, looking forward to that. Um so let's move on. We did have some Premier League action this week. Uh let's talk some footy. Um Friday, Southampton won Ashton Villa Nil. I did watch this. Um Uh, Southampton scored in like the third minute. Adam Armstrong, he's the English guy that they brought up from uh, Blackburn or one of the championship small clubs. But after that, they basically parked the bus, uh, held on to the ball as long as they could, and they got the win. So good for Southampton. I think that's two in a row. I mean, they look better than what they anticipated, so good for them. Uh, Saturday... We had the Manchester Derby, and uh did come out today again. This roller coaster of Ollie Gunnar Solsker, the uh Man United manager. Uh his job is secure. Um, even though all the pundits and all the all the Twitter people or hashtag Ollie out and all this stuff, and I mean as a Chelsea fan, all the Chelsea people I follow are just like great job Ollie <laughs> Because it's clear that United are never going to win the league, a trophy, Champions League, any of this stuff with this with this guy at helm. So yeah, um, uh, ba- Eric Bailly gets the own goal in like the 7th minute, um, that was kind of rough. And then um, Bernardo Silva had a nice goal and then that was basically all City needed to do, they just pretty much hel- held on to the ball, took their time and put up 16 shots on them uh, to the United's 5 so I mean this is what City can do I mean they just dominate the ball they press they take a ton of shots and they get goals and that's why they're one of the best teams Um. so we'll see what happens with United Uh. I don't think there is any manager out there right now Uh. uh ru- I think the Zidane is the only one rumored and I just don't think he wants the job Like, he didn't even want the Real Madrid job those last couple years. He kept quitting, coming back and quitting. And I think he just wants the France international job. So, um, Norwich beat my darling Brentford. Um, Brentford have really just been on a downturn as of late. So, uh, man, it stinks. But, I mean, good for Norwich. This is, like, their first win, I think. Their first points, maybe. Uh, or they had three points, or... Anyway, it's good for Norwich. They're sort of, um, like, I mean, there's no way they don't get relegated. So, uh, Chelsea won, Burnley won. We got burnley um Brutal. Uh, like, a, a late draw Burnley finish is just the most egregious, disgusting Premier League, like, ending to a match of all time. I just hate it so much. Uh, Kai Everts had an awesome header. King Kai um, dominated the ball, dominated the shots, and then, of course, we can see the late goal. And, like, I mean, not much else to say on it. It's fuck Burnley, I guess, still, but. Uh, needed those three points. We're only three clear at the top of the table. Um, So, yeah, would have been nice to get the three instead of one. Uh, Crystal Palace continue the hot streak. Two two Wolves, nil. Um, Gallagher, again. Zaha getting the goal. Um, Crystal Palace look awesome. I mean, they're fun to watch with Conor Gallagher. I mean... I kind of hope Gallagher has a has a place in this Chelsea team next season, but I I feel like I doubt it. I mean, maybe. We also have Gilmore on loan so at Norwich, but he's not even getting on the pitch at Norwich so. Um yeah, Palace is awesome right now. Uh Brighton 1, Newcastle 1. Newcastle getting that late Equalizer um, from Hayden. That was an awesome goal. And then there was like a red card at the end of the game for Sanchez of Brighton. And Brighton's been on fire. So, I mean, this is big for Newcastle because they were getting dominated. I mean, absolutely dominated. And they were facing to hit the bottom of the table, I believe, or close to it. I still think they're in the relegation zone. But hey, a draw's better than a loss. So. Uh, let's go to Sunday we got Arsenal one Watford nil this goal was kind of suspect um, from uh, Emil Smith Rowe, which I do like him uh, I just like any young English dudes any English wonder kids in the Premier League I pretty much like them like regardless of the team because uh, it's just fun to see like 17, 18, 19, like even up to like 22, 23-year-olds just like come out and dominate these guys and be like, you know, like I'm the clear best player on the pitch, and I love it when that happens. So, I mean, good for him. Um, If Timo Werner scored that goal, definitely would have been disallowed, just saying. Good for Arsenal, continue the hot streak. Um, Let's see, Everton, Tottenham. um, This game was kind of eh. Couple decent chances um for both uh squads, but I mean Everton only had two on goal and actually Tottenham it says zero. <laughs> I thought Tottenham had a couple decent chances. Um Conte must be furious, but it was his start, um at least in start with an L. So we'll see what happens with Tottenham. Everton are a mess, so I mean what are you going to do? Uh we got another draw Leeds Leicester 1-1. Uh Rafinha had a ridiculous goal. Another one I think this is the second or third one on these free kicks where he just basically puts it in goal from the spot. Like they try to pass it to a forward like running forward on the set piece and he just puts it in. Like he's awesome. Uh Barnes scored like on the very next possession, I think like a minute later, Barnes scored and then the game was pretty stagnant after that. Um, so we got a draw there. And then the game of the week, uh, yesterday, West Ham United three, Liverpool two, West Ham are on one. Um, we saw them do this last year a little bit when they, they got Jesse Lingard on loan and they went on like a four or five game run, but It's a little different now um, because I just think they're much more of a complete team, and they look really good, like really, really good. I believe they're in third now on the table, which is crazy. They're having, like, their hottest start in the club's history. Um, And Liverpool, I mean, you know, it's good for us. It's good for Chelsea because Liverpool's, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, threat, and it's it's good to see them drop points. They dropped points last week and did it again and good on West Ham. The one um the first goal was like a corner and that one kinda just fell right in. I think they they gave it to Allison it has an own goal, which I don't even know if he touched it. But I mean I, I like Antonio, obviously I love Declan Rice. Still hoping he comes to Chelsea at some point. Um, But that's it for the Premier League. Uh, We got an international break, so the next matches aren't until the 20th. But um, we do have the NFL Thursday night coming up, Week 10. Uh, It's Ravens-Dolphins. So I'll probably uh, recap that Friday, and then we'll do a preview for the Week 10 slate. Um yeah, Ravens, Dolphins, God, the Ravens should just destroy them. Um let's do a little power rankings and then we'll sign off. Um Let's see. I'm just gonna do league overall. Let's do a top five power rankings. Um I'm and I'm basing this on this past week mostly, but my Number one team, first place, it's gotta be the Cardinals for the performance with the backup Colt McCoy, uh 35 year old Colt McCoy, uh crazy, but good on them. They're I think they're the clear best team in the league. Um number two on the power rankings. This might seem biased. Shouldn't be though. I'm gonna put the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um I think we come back strong against Washington. We got the we got the rest from the bye, and I think the run starts now. The quest for number eight starts now. So uh Tampa Bay, number two. Uh number three, I'm gonna go Tennessee. Tennessee, the best team in the AFC. Um they're my third best team, even without Derrick Henry. Clearly they're gonna be able to find a way to win. Uh my number four team is uh the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, MVP run, looking unbelievable. They're doing enough to get these wins, and that's all that matters. And then last, my number five team, I'm going to put, I'm going to say the Packers, but I think I'm going to go with the Rams. Um, I think they just have too much talent. Like, yeah, they look like shit yesterday, uh, yesterday, but they just have too much talent. They'll probably figure it out and they'll be a threat to to my bucks. So, yeah, that's my power rankings. Um I'll be back Friday. We'll recap that Thursday night game and uh preview week 10. All right. Everybody have a great week. Go Bucks.